This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. Welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. I am Laura Bungars. I'm happy to have you with me. So today we are going to talk about worry and fear. So worry is something we all get taught to do and fear often follows it or comes with it. So that's why I'm kind of lumping them together. So we get taught to worry about things. We get taught to worry about paying the bills. We get taught to worry about having enough food. We get taught to worry about our jobs. We get taught to worry about stability. We get taught to worry about other people. We get taught to worry about all kinds of things. We get taught to worry. So what is worry and what is it teaching us to do? So the idea behind worry, when we say we're going to worry about something, it really just means we're going to obsess about it for a while. And the reason why we're going to obsess about it is because when the brain kicks in and says, I'm not sure what's going to happen, or I don't like the outcome here, or I'm not sure how to solve this, when the brain has that moment, it clicks in to the idea of worry. I'm going to obsess about this for a little while and until I come up with a solution or until until the the so-called crisis ends, I'm just going to be hyper-focused on this thing for a little while, whatever it is, doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to hyper-focus on it. And we project that out. It turns into stress. It it turns into pain sometimes. It, it does a lot of things. It's very, it, it wrecks your, your moment. It wrecks your day, it wrecks your moment because you're spending it basically wondering what's going to happen. And sometimes we add even a little bit of fear in there where we're afraid of the outcome because maybe we're worried about something bad happening. And so now we've added a level of fear. So we've got fear, we've got worry, we've got anxiety, we've added stress, we're, we're panicking or paranoid, we're, we're hyper-focused on this one thing and this one outcome, and it's taking our focus away from, from most other things in our life at that moment. And that's usually what worry does. We all worry, I got taught to worry, it, it's it's normal, but but think about think about what it's actually doing. What are those emotions actually doing for you? Are are those emotions actually helping you? Are they helping you come up with that solution? Generally, when we want a solution, we can't focus on the problem, right? So if I've got a big hole in the drywall in front of me, if I just stand there and stare at the drywall and the hole, I think it's going to get fixed. The only way for me to fix the drywall is to actually walk away from the problem. 
It's to actually not look at it. Maybe even put a painting over it. Just avoid it entirely. The only way for me to solve it is to actually walk away from it. It's the only way. But if I spend my time worrying about it, if I go if I go into another room and I sit down on the couch and I say, oh my God, there's a hole in the drywall. Oh my God, there's a hole in the drywall. I sit on my couch and I freak out and I panic. That drywall isn't getting fixed. The only way I fix that drywall is by taking my attention off of that problem and figuring out what the solution is. Do I need to hire somebody? Is it something I can do myself? What do I need to get if I'm going to do it myself? Who can I hire? Okay. Those are the questions that we ask. And in order to even ask those questions, in order to even get to a place where we can have that sort of thought process going on in our heads, we have to stop panicking about the problem. We have to stop worrying requires it. And that is the same with everything else that happens in your life. A hundred percent of things require that same response. Worry isn't going to get us anywhere. As long as we're worried, we're not problem solving. We can't problem solve. The adrenaline hit that comes from worry, fear, panic, is, is can be helpful if, if you're in a dangerous situation, but really doesn't do any good when you're talking about things like a hole in the drywall. It really doesn't solve anything. We have to be able to get out of that response. So this is something I've had to teach myself how to do, and that's the reason why I'm talking about it, because it's something I've had to teach myself how to do over the last couple of years. Now, it started with the problems would happen, and I would literally do nothing. I would not do a blessed thing about that problem. I would not touch it, right? So the hole would be in the drywall, and I would walk away, and I would just pretend it wasn't there. I wouldn't fix it. I wouldn't hire the repair guy. I wouldn't do anything. I would avoid it like the plague. I would just let things happen. Things were going to happen. Whatever, whatever the outcome was going to be, right? I would just let it happen. I would sit on my hands. That was hard. And, but what it did though, was showed me where my focus was the whole time. Because my focus was on the problem and the potential negative outcome of the problem. That's where my focus was. So I'd sit on my hands and be in a panic until the problem went away, whether it was a day, two days, three days, whatever. But I would be in a panic and paranoid for that length of time. And then the problem would resolve in some form and life would continue on and the worry would go away again until the next time we had a problem. Eventually, I had to learn to start controlling those emotions that were coming up. See, the worry response was just a habit. It was a pattern. It wasn't because I needed to worry. Nobody needs to worry. It's just a habit of response. It's a pattern that we have. We do it because we've been taught we're supposed to, in some cases, and we do it because we see the same problems creeping up in our lives all the time, and so we start to have a very habitual response to those same issues. So the next time the problem came up, 
now I had to work on where my focus was. Is my focus going to be on the problem? Or is my focus going to be on my work, on doing stuff like this? Is my focus, where's my focus going to be? What am I going to be spending my time doing while there's a problem going on in the background? And what I had to do was I had to get to a place where I wasn't emotionally involved in the problem through worry and fear. Where it could be in the background and I could continue to do my work and I didn't have to be in worry and fear. And it wasn't a problem to me anymore. It was just there, right? So I'm in my power, I'm standing in this stuff, life is happening around me and I am completely 100% okay. And then people say, yeah, but that means you don't care. So if I'm not worried, I don't care. Worry equals care. No. <laughs> Worry does not equal care. Care is coming up with the solution. And the way we come up with the solution is by focusing on something that's not the problem, by staying out of the worry and the fear. That's how we come up with a solution. We come up with a solution by moving away and doing something else. Solutions start to show up. Right? Worry is not care. We don't need to worry about people to care about them. We can care about them and allow them to do their thing and be okay and not worry about what's going to happen. Worry doesn't have to go with love. Worry doesn't have to go with problems. It, just because I'm not worried about the hole in the drywall doesn't mean I don't care about, what, about the fact that it's there. So we have to stop equating worry with caring. They don't go together. They don't have to go together. I don't have to worry about you to care about you. And actually, I'm better off if I don't worry about you. And this is the idea of the tow truck, right? So if you call a tow truck around here, I mean, this is Winnipeg, we get snow. So around here, if you call the tow truck because you're stuck in the snow, if the tow truck gets stuck too somewhere along the way, or even in the same spot that you are, tow truck's not very helpful to you. Stuck tow truck really can't, isn't going to be much of an assistance to you. The tow truck needs to make sure it doesn't get stuck too. It's kind of how it has to work. In order to be able to help you. Well, the same is true for us with each other. The best way for us to help each other is for us to stay out of each other's stuff whether the stuff is worry or fear or sadness or pain or something else, the best way for us to help each other is to stay out of each other's stuff. Why? Because we are far more powerful when we remain in our power, unaffected by worry, fear, pain, sadness, and so on. We are far, far, far more powerful that way just like the tow truck is far more powerful when it's not stuck in the snow or stuck in the mud with you. You never know what kind of intuitive guidance is going to come your way. 
you never know what kind of bright idea you might get. But here's the thing with worry and fear is you won't get the bright idea if you're worried or, or afraid. You won't get the bright idea if you're all up in your stuff, if you're all caught in your own emotions, if you're all in panic and fear and worry. The bright idea doesn't come. The bright idea only happens when you can stay out of it. And the good advice for your friend or family member that's going through a rough time only comes when you get good at staying out of their emotions. When you stop worrying about them. Worry, if we talk about the law of attraction, if you heard about the law of attraction, so basically everybody, everybody has an energy field around them, above their head, below their feet, into the ground, all the way around them, 360 degree bubble, okay? And that energy field is full of your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your, it's your vibe, it's your vibration, it's your general, it's your energy. Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you miserable? What are you? What are you thinking about? How are you feeling? That's your energy. That energy attracts and repels, kind of like a magnet, okay? So if I am happy, I will attract more things to be happy about. If I am worried, I will attract more things to be worried about. That is how the law of attraction works. Whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm thinking, whatever I'm focused on, that is what my point of attraction becomes in that moment. What am I bringing to me? So if I'm focusing on the problem, I'm probably not creating a solution, but I very well might be creating more problems. I may very well be giving myself something to worry about, you see, because what happens is if you worry about that hole in the drywall, then you go to Home Depot and you go to get the supplies to fix the drywall and they're sold out of this and they're sold out of that. Why? Because you're worried. But if you're not worried about it and you simply go to the local hardware store, it doesn't matter what it is, and you go and you get the supplies, they have everything, and then you come back and you simply fix the drywall. You may even find that if you're not worried, stuff's on sale. <laughs> because that's how not worrying helps you. Oh cool, I got what I wanted and it was cheap. <laughs> right? It's that. Maybe you get guided to go to a different store instead, right? Maybe, maybe, you, maybe you think in, in, in your worry and panic, oh, I should go to Home Depot, but then you realize, ah, no, I don't, there's a hardware store that's right down the street, I can go there, and maybe everything they have is on sale and it's cheaper than Home Depot would have been, and maybe, maybe Home Depot's even out of stock. That's what not worrying does. Not worrying gives you the benefit of that of being able to listen to your guidance, listen to your intuition, follow it, and maybe end up better off than where you started. Or maybe you run into somebody at, at Home Depot, at, at the local hardware store, that, that offers to help you fix the drywall for 
But if you're in your bubble of worry, you probably won't even notice that human. You probably won't even talk to them. And you're just going to be worried and you're going to be focused on getting whatever it is. And maybe you forget something because that's what worry does. Well, now I have to go back to the store and get something else because I forgot it. That's what worry and fear and panic does. When you're not focused properly, you create more stuff for yourself. And there's a hundred different ways it can show up. I'm just giving you some examples of how this works. But when you focus, then things run smoothly. That's how it goes. You create a solution you, you didn't even know existed, right? And people say, yeah, but how do you do that when you're talking about trying to get the light bill paid? The idea is essentially the same. You have to not worry about it. You have to get out of panic and fear because that's not going to solve it for you. When you're just sitting on your couch panicking, waiting for the lights to be shut off, you're not solving anything. It's not fixing anything. And this is this has been my story. Like the money issues have, have been my story, right? Um, I, I've been in a cycle of lack for a lot of years. So the money issues are my story. This is the story that I would tell. Okay, there's a bill I have to pay. I don't have the money for it. Now what? <sighs> Panic mode sets in. Worry and fear kick in. Terrified the, the whatever's going to be shut off, right? And then what? What I had to do was learn to not panic. And now I'm to the point where the more I take my attention off of it, the less stuff happens. It's actually better for me to not pay attention to it. I get a better result every time, every time. I create a better outcome for myself because. And that's the idea is that it works out better. It allows your logical brain to focus on other things and maybe a solution comes, right? The bright idea shows up. When you focus on something else, the bright idea can show up. But when you're not focused on that, the bright idea doesn't show up because you're so busy worrying and panicking you can't, you're not available to the bright idea that's going to help you solve the problem. Worry and fear are just wrecking your day. They're not solving anything. They're just wrecking your day. That's all. That's all they're doing. And the way to train yourself out of worrying is first to just allow the problems to be there and not do anything about them, right? So I had to get out of fixing. That was my first step. Get out of fixing, trying to fix things. And then the second part was to remove the emotional response. When I stopped fixing, then I had to remove the emotional response, right? And that was harder. So what that was, was getting control of, of the thoughts, right? It's getting control of the brain. 
and focusing the brain right? and redirecting the brain. So hyper-focus on my own awareness, on my own thoughts. What am I thinking about in the moment? What's my brain doing right now? Where is it? And bring it back to focus on whatever it is I need to focus on, right? Without letting it pester me with those thoughts because the thoughts are what bring out the emotion. Even if there isn't a conscious thought, sometimes the pattern or habit of the behavior will create the, the emotion anyway. It'll just trigger. And there may not be a, necessarily a conscious thought. But then what you have to do is you actually have to focus on how you feel for a minute and be like, okay, this is unnecessary. This isn't helping, right? So we are going to squish this, right? So we're not healing it. We're not, we're not going to dive in and do some deep healing here. We are going to squish this. And the reason we're going to squish it is because it's just a habit of behavior. We know what it is and we know why it's there. And we don't need to go into a big, long, drawn-out thing with it, okay? So we're literally just going to squish it. We're going to be like, nope, this isn't here. I'm not dealing with this right now. We're not doing worry and fear. We're just going to drop this. Okay, this isn't helpful to me. It's not solving anything. I'm not getting anywhere doing this. So I'm going to drop this emotion for myself. Okay, no deep healing required. Okay. Once you get out of worry and fear, once you stop panicking and once you stop seeing, once you start seeing that problems actually do kind of fix themselves, like Louise Hay used to say, right? She didn't fix problems. She fixed her thinking and problems fixed themselves. Once you start to see that that's the case, that that actually does happen, then you can come back and say, okay, what was all that about, right? And for me, it really literally was just a bad habit that I had. It was just a pattern of behavior that I'd been taught to do. I'd picked up the worry and fear from the people around me. Other people spent their time being worried and afraid. So I spent my time being worried and afraid because it was the thing to do didn't mean it was helpful. It's just mean that's what I did, <laughs> right? So I had to unlearn the behavior, but it really is just a pattern or a habit that you have to break. And you break it by allowing life to happen around you and then just deciding that you're going to do something differently about it. You're not going to respond the same way anymore. And so as you begin to do that, as you get better at doing that, life gets better. Life is really cool when you're not worried about every tiny little thing going on around you. Life is actually really cool. And now with the state of the world and how kooky things are, it's even more cool because then you're not even worried about that, right? Because these are things in a lot of cases, we're looking at things that we can't control right? We can fix the drywall. So standing there in a panic, freaking out about a hole in the drywall that you can repair is kind of crazy, right? So, but the things that, that most of us worry about are, are the things that we don't have control over, right? And so that's even worse because now you can't control it. So now there's no solution to it, right? It's something I don't have control over. Now there's nothing I can do about it. I just have to be in a panic. Well, What's that accomplishing? You still don't have control over it. So being in a panic about it isn't going to fix it, right? We have to let it be. If we don't have control, we don't have control. We simply have to let it be. 
And then we have to take our energy away from it because it's not helping us to put our energy there. It's not helping us to put our focus there. It's stuff we can't control, we can't do anything about. The world right now just is. Don't have control over it. So the only thing I can control is me. So that's the thing I'm going to focus on. I'm going to control myself. And people say, well, that sounds selfish, but it's not. Because the more you put your attention onto yourself and the less you project the worry and fear outwards, the more you're able to actually assist others to do the same thing. Then you become the tow truck that is not stuck in the mud and you are able to help the people around you. It's magic. It's not selfish to stop yourself from worrying. You're doing yourself a huge favor. You're actually making a big difference in your own life and in the life of the people around you. Because when you're caught in worry, you're likely stressed out. Maybe you're snapping at the kids. Maybe you're doing all kinds of things. Maybe you're overeating. Maybe, maybe you're binge watching Netflix. Whatever it is you're doing, but you're doing something to deal with the emotional stress that you're feeling. And those things are probably unhealthy. And so the best thing you can do for yourself is to actively stop worrying so that you can be more healthy. Just the emotional stress alone, to do that for long periods of time isn't good for the body physically, even if you're not outwardly projecting or in a, into a bad habit of overeating or Netflixing or something like that. Just the physical stress of the emotion is enough. You don't need anything else. And that takes a toll on the body. Worry, fear, and stress take a toll on the body. And we know this, right? There have been lots of studies on that, right? And the way around it is to stop worrying about everything that goes on around you. And when we take our energy back like that and we allow ourselves to feel better, it gives us a better focus. And then if we do need to watch the news or, or, or do something else, we don't have to let it bother us. We can get to a place where we're like, well, okay, it just is. And we don't react anymore. And it's not that we want to become numb. Right? We're not looking for numb here. We can be compassionate without being worried. Right? We separate those two emotions. We be compassionate without being worried. Right? And that is what allows us to stay in our power. Compassion without the worry. Without the fear. And that's how we stay in our power right? It's the worry and fear that's exhausting, not the compassion. It's the worry and fear that's exhausting. And that's the thing that we need to knock off. We need to stop being worried and afraid. And then you feel better. And when you feel better, you stop attracting more things to worry about. But you're also able to be compassionate because you're not so exhausted from being worried all the time. The worry isn't solving anything. It's, it's not solving a thing. And the faster, the, the more you can recognize that, the more you're able to act actively focus on not worrying by whether you have to stop fixing stuff first like I did, or whether it's just actively concentrating on your emotions and your thoughts and getting a grip on them and telling yourself a different story that doesn't include worry and fear, 
whatever it is you need to do for yourself, but if you can stop worrying, you will feel better. I guarantee it. And it doesn't mean you don't care about the problem. It just means you care enough to not worry about it, and that's a good thing. The problems will resolve. It will be okay, and you have to trust that. That's part of the process. You have to trust that things are going to work out for you. They always work out the way they're supposed to. Everything works out as it should. There is no chaos. Nothing is out of order. All is well. Everything is fine. That's it. So there's nothing to worry about. Because it's not in your control anyway, the majority of it. All right? So I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe from wherever you're listening to this to have a good one. And I'll talk to you on Monday, the last chapter of the emotional truth on Monday. So I'll talk to you then. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. Thanks so much for listening.